hard road. 33 years of tough luck. 44 skulls buried in the ground. Crawling down through the muck. Oh yeah. Subscribe to us on iTunes and Stitcher. Don't forget to rate and review us. And please, please tell a friend. Um, since June, we've been going up in uh, listenership and subscribership every single day. So everybody out there, really, really appreciate it. Thank you. I've been tweeting like a motherfucker for the past uh, couple weeks. Thank you so much. Uh, also, if you're a fan of shopping on Amazon, please just go to positivesarcasm.com and click on either the Amazon link or the banner at the bottom of the homepage. It costs you nothing, but every purchase you make helps support the entire PS universe. We, we appreciate your support, and please tell a friend. Uh, if you have any questions or comments, just simply go to the contact page at positivesarcasm.com, or you can hit us up on Twitter, at POS Sarcasm. Uh, I apologize for my voice. Uh, I'm a little tired the past couple weeks. Um, well, I dropped a bombshell last week with that, uh, that announcement that I'm going to be competing. Um, I'll talk a little bit more about that later. Uh, Shane is here. I want to say I'm a little bit more uncomfortable about your whole bodybuilding competition in Maine now. Because <laughs> now instead of me and Mark going together, it's going to be me looking at a whole bunch of dudes flexing. It's going to be a little uncomfortable. There'll be women there too. Okay. There'll be women there too. Yeah, because Mark's uh, brother is getting married the same day his first competition yeah. is. And he's oh, really done. And uh, speaking of Mark, uh, once again dropping the ball, he's uh, not here. But I do have a special guest. If you go to... Um, one of the galleries at positivesarcasm.com, there is a huge one by Graphicole. All kinds of stuff for you to look at. She's one of the best, uh, I don't know, whatever you want to call it. She's one of the best artists I've, <laughs> artists I've ever seen. The first time I saw her stuff, I was absolutely blown to pieces by the amount of detail uh, that she put into her work. And she is actually sitting in Mark's spot. So, um, Nicole, thank you so much for being here. It's You're so great welcome. to see you, especially Hi, so guys. much lately. It really is great. Uh, we got a bunch of weird stuff for today's show because we're such, is the word eclectic? That works. Is it? I used it a couple of weeks ago and you guys were impressed even though it's not a big word. Was it eclectic? Yep. Or was, okay. It was. Um, maybe I edited it out. Well, first we'll start, uh, Shane's going to talk about a, a film <laughs> festival that he went to. We're going to talk a little bit more with uh, Nicole about what um, she's been up to late with all her artwork and any uh, contracts she's landed lately and maybe some of her inspirations and any other notes that she wants to add, she's more than welcome to. Uh, we'll also have uh, news. I've got a, about, actually, I actually have four stories, and it, one of them is an update from a, um, a story about a couple weeks ago. So, you uh, talk about Shia LaBeouf getting arrested? No, because here's the thing: the whole, <laughs> whole the idea of the site is I don't want to be negative. It's it's I know sarcasm has a bit of negativity in it, but I do want to be positive for most of it. So talking about Shia LaBeouf getting arrested <laughs> um, <laughs> is uh, something I just don't even want to bother with. We're not PerezHilton.com. I don't even bother. I don't have time for that. It's um, it, that's the thing. Shia is always crying or getting arrested or something all the time. I just don't care. I really didn't. I guess he got was smoking cigs inside of a uh, yeah. He's smoking a cigarette. He got escorted man. out, put in handcuffs. Yeah. Blah blah blah. Good times. But um, yeah. And then well, well, we just talked about it. So uh, there we go. Shia, Shia, best uh, best wishes. Um, Get better. <laughs> so all right, Shane, yep. you went. What the hell did you do this weekend? Okay, so last weekend um, I was talking to a friend uh, from a previous another podcast. Um, what is it? Comedy? Not comedy. Bang bang. They're famous. Oh, but, <laughs> podcast, oh, they're, oh, they're famous. Podcast. Podcast. Revolution. Uh, John Turcott. 
And what it is is called the uh, 48 Hour Film Project, and it's an international competition. Um, I believe they said there were like 37 sites across the, the U.S. What are you laughing at? I'm sorry. Tent City popped into my head. I apologize. It was not Tent City. Okay. Um, and basically what it is is at 7 o'clock on um, Friday, you get a type of movie. You draw a type of movie out of a hat, and then there's a certain prop you have to use and a certain line you have to use. And you have 48 hours to write, film, uh, direct, edit a movie and uh, get it dropped off. And it has to be seven minutes long. And then what they did is they dropped it off on Sunday night. Yeah, it is cool. It's really rad. And literally, it's like like just being dumped off in the desert like Survivor. Yeah. All right. Here's a a cantaloupe, a machine gun, and a camera. Go. And so to start the project, what happened was um, I got a phone call from John, and he's like, hey, will you help out? I was like, yeah, I'll sit in the background somewhere. No big deal. That'll be fine. I'll be an extra. Yeah, basically. (laughs) And then so what happens is I have drinks with uh, Mark and Joseph, even though he didn't have drinks. And by the time I got the second phone call from them saying, hey, do you want a few lines? And there might be quite a few. I was like, hell yeah, let's do it, guys. And I love Coke. Stoked. Yeah, basically. And I wake up Saturday morning and I was like, oh, shit, what did I agree to? And so basically I had the most lines in the whole darn movie because I was a uh, like a DJ at um, a Mexican restaurant doing trivia. And so I had to like talk to the people during the trivia and read so the questions. So you, you're and... like mixing at like El Taquitos? And... Well, no, I mean, have you ever been to bar trivia? Have you ever done that? Yeah, I've yeah. done that once. It's fun. Yeah, it is fun. So anyway, I was the guy like talking to people and asking questions. And I ended up on the screen like twice as much as anybody else, double, double Poland screen chart. And so what happened was Wednesday, um, there was a premiere and there were two different groups of 13 um film crews or whatever, and we got to go to Cinemagic, and um, they they grouped all the movies together, and they were seven minutes long, and it was like kind of like a little film fest, and everybody got to uh, watch themselves on the big screen, and then there was a question and answer segment afterwards with the directors and writers, and it was pretty cool. All right. So, all right. <laughs> whatever. All right. What was the movie about? You got, you were, you well, were in a movie, right? Yeah. I, I hope I didn't miss so that. So what movie was it? Um, well, they, they wrote it, and ours was called Trivial Pursuits, <laughs> and uh, basically, they didn't even really write down lines. It was mostly just, like, improv, and so, um, yeah, I don't know. Basically, there was, like, two snobs who were trivia people, and they asked a guy to be in their trivia group with them, and then there was a rival group trying to beat them for the first time in 400 weeks or something like that, and... It, it was a little disorganized, but it came together pretty good. It was it was funny. Um, and if anybody wants to see it, it'll be under Trivial Pursuits on YouTube. It's already on there. Um, Polkin Productions is what he's under. Mm-hmm. Anyway, it's online. It's fun. How long is the movie? Seven, Seven minutes. minutes. Yeah. But they'll pr- it's when they before they edited it down, it was 15 minutes, and they had to cut a whole mm-hmm. bunch of crap. But there were a lot of really, really well-written, well-directed, and funny movies in this thing. There was even one that was like all serious about a girl got pregnant when they didn't have money to be pregnant, and she got accepted into a graduate program where she would have to be traveling overseas. Like the average teenager. Yeah, now. basically. But they were married, <laughs> and so it was like she was. And so she was basically, like, having to decide whether or not she wanted to have the baby. That's it. So, like, people get into, like, graphic things and also comedy and There wasn't any sex scenes or anything. No, there were no sex okay. scenes, no. No, there was not. Okay. That was when I got Well, I know, like, I, I, I wasn't, like, a, 
like a fruit roll-up or a cantaloupe, one of the props. So. That was two years ago, yeah. And the group I was with last year won best best use of prop. They do it like they they have nominees and then they have a finals uh, showing that's going to be in July, and the best of the best go together, and then they have like awards, and it's it's just kind of fun because the people that win the New Hampshire one get to go on to the regional, and then uh, theoretically they can go on to like the overall grand prize. Um, that sort of thing. So, what's the grand prize? I don't know. Yeah. I am not going to get anywhere near it, so I don't know. You get, to be, you get, you get to be a stunt double in a Michael Bay movie. Well, it's kind of cool though because the the one the people that win the New Hampshire one um, actually get to go to the New Hampshire Film Fest up in uh, Portsmouth, and they get their entry for free. But there were there were some that were written out like. Um, what's that called? Like um, the old detective movies where he's like. It was a cloudy night, and he's always smoking cigs <laughs> and like talking about a dame walking into his. Yeah, um, noirs. Yeah, noirs. Yeah. I can't believe I actually knew. I that. keep thinking of Guy Noir from Gary Keeler. You know, Keeler, you know what's funny is uh, you know Leslie Nielsen, right? I do. Air, from uh, Airplane and The Naked Gun. Don't call me Shirley. Right. Um, when he first started, that's what he did. He did those those detective movies. Oh, really? That's cool. And he had that straight face the entire time. And then one day you're watching it and he actually cracks a joke. And it's like literally the first joke that he ever cracked on these like super serious uh, detective shows. And you literally bust out laughing. You know, Bill Cosby was on one of those too back in the day, like in the 60s. Yeah. Yeah. He gave me one of his albums. I got I to gotta listen to that. They, uh, chance. Like, like that one there, just as an example, it's all in black and white. And this, uh, this girl comes over and she's like a classic 1940s dame, like talking real sexy like the whole time and <laughs> and she's like his bodyguard's a ninja that won't be a problem well he's like no 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 problem at all and then you hear his head that might be a problem and then like so he's answering that she, sounds like a good idea actually. she's like i'll make i'll make your wildest dreams come true and then and he goes little did she know that my wildest dreams involve uh clowns and spankings <laughs> <laughs> and that comes together at the end too which is it was it's pretty funny but like it goes from that to a point where, like, his the guy's bodyguard ninja like pops out of the ground like uh, Mortal Kombat style, and they have a big fight. And it, it's just there's some really good people, and I researched some of them online, and they, you know, the same groups compete in Boston and New York and things like that. So there's people that kind of make it their, you know, their passion in life, like you do your photography mm -hmm. and things like that, and your illustration. Um, but they just do it full time, like every weekend they're writing movies. So it's pretty cool. All right, one but, thing. I, one thing I have to say about um, John, he's a very good director. He's very good at setting up uh, stage areas and directing and getting all the information out. He's really good. On the other hand, he's terrible. He's a terrible actor. Terrible. No, he is, man. He's a terrible actor. He did a good. Job. He knows. I'm telling him. I'm telling you right now. You know, he didn't. John, actor. John, you're a good kid. You got a beautiful wife. Uh, and I'm sure your kids, Very cute I'm sure, baby and I'm sure your kids halfway decent looking too. But you are a terrible. Three actor. weeks old, and she premiered in her first movie on what? the big screen. Yeah, it was, it was fun though. Was it Baby Taken? No, she started out, and the uh, Aquindo and Monique were out there um, being snobs. And but yep. yeah, it was a good opportunity. I don't, for I don't me. know who they are. So you know Aquindo, shut up. It was a good opportunity for me to get out and meet some new people, and you know I had something to do all Saturday, and then that's Wednesday, good. And it was fun. That's good. But I do want to give a little. Uh, shout out though, because um, if people want to look these guys up online, I saw a lot of their films. Yeah. Uh, one of them is called Wax Idiotical Films, and uh, they have some really, really funny um, productions that I saw online. 
Another one is called Wicked Sick Films with an exclamation point because that's necessary. And then Mad. Yeah, it is totally yeah. New Hampshire. Yeah, it's all yeah, New Hampshire. Totally. <laughs> and then another one that I liked was called Mad Ned Productions. But uh, they're all online and they have some good good films if anybody wants to look them up. And uh, look up Johnny Turcotte at Polkin Productions also. Nice. All right. I guess. So starting my uh, new ascent here, uh, on my on my way out, it was about, mm, I don't know, 7 o'clock in the morning. I heard about um, – You were gone before I got up. So there was a situation in Boston this weekend or, excuse me, whatever. Uh, I've lost track of time. <laughs> um, where uh, there was a, a massive breakout of bad drugs and dehydration at an Avicii concert down in Boston. And a bunch of people ended up getting dragged out to the hospital. I don't know whether they're alive or dead. I realized, remember, that the night before – that Nicole, who's sitting here alive and well in front of me, um, was down there for a concert. And I know she's into EDM. <laughs> but I'm not into drugs, guys. I know, well, no, I'm not, hey, I'm not judging. Okay. All I know is I saw online that there was some stuff that went down. Now, to in be fair, town. Nicole is wearing glow sticks around her neck right now. <laughs> she's kind of, she's been twirling slowly. I don't know what she's All listening to on her head, but yeah, she's starting to scratch, start, start, <laughs> starting to scratch the skin off her neck. She's like, it's such pretty air in here, and rubbing her face. It's a little weird, but it's okay. Dinosaurs everywhere, but I'm like, all right, uh, where is my cousin? So I called you. At first, I left you a text message. I don't remember why, but I did. And then I called you, and then I called you again. And I always leave voicemails, even though people don't even use them yeah, anymore. Yeah, I don't check my voicemails. No one checks their voicemails. <laughs> I don't understand it. It's like a random time. That's that fine. I, so, uh, I don't worry about it. All right. So, did you, number one, did you know about it? Did you see what happened? Two, if you weren't at that, and three, if, it's, if there is three questions there, if you weren't at that concert, where the hell were you? Okay. So, I got invited last minute to go to the One Republic concert. Um Right near the Whiskey Priest, where that area down in Boston is the Sea Seaport area. No, mm, yeah, yeah it works. talk, talk Anyways, a little, talk a little um, soft there. <laughs> <laughs> so that was fun. I had no idea that there was an Avicii concert at the TD um, Garden. Isn't it like and a type of food? Oh, that's Avicii. I'm sorry. <laughs> there was also the Cirque du Soleil that was in town too. Um, I know. I, but, I know. I like to take bath salts and go to a Cirque du Soleil concert. Yeah, Who doesn't? Yeah. Um, and what was your second question? I don't remember. He did have three questions. He had three, but I, I only remember. Oh, okay. Like Where two. were you? Why didn't you call me back right away? Oh yeah, so I had no idea that there was a concert. <laughs> I don't know. I think maybe... concert was going on. Yeah. And I got home at two o'clock in the morning, so I definitely didn't pick up when you called me at five. So <laughs> that's not gonna happen. That's a I legitimate okay. reason. I, nor, I, normally, I don't. I go vaguely to the... remember it. And I thought it was my alarm, so I ignored it because. Yeah, I well, since I'm up at 5 a.m. every day now, uh, yeah. doing this thing, um, I, I found out about it, and then that was it. I, I either called or left a text message, but either way, I was like already on top of it. So, all right, so you weren't at Avicii. I you wasn't. Didn't, you didn't no. see what he didn't see what happened. I didn't see anything. It didn't. It didn't look like a great white concert down in Rhode Island. There wasn't bodies everywhere. No. All right. So that's been going around forever, though. I mean, you remember yeah. like Woodstock with the the bad brown acid and all that shit. I mean, people are going to take drugs. That's fine. Good for them. Um. All right. So you went to One Republic, huh? Yeah. Uh, was that any good? I I know who they are, and they have a couple songs. What's I their know. hit? 
I know they have a couple of hits. Oh, uh, have... All the Right Places. Or Going Down. Yeah. Secrets. Um, going Down was their big one. Good Life. Yeah. I'm sure I know them. I like myself. Um, Counting Stars is a recent one. They're not, they're, I guess they would be considered indie rock. They have a little acoustic going on. They're, they're, they're adult, they adult the contemporary. Yeah. They're whiny. I think they had a good performance. Yeah. Um, American Authors actually opened up first. I only know one of their songs, The Best Day of My Life. Yes, I knew I knew one of their songs. I don't know if there's songs. any other songs yeah. that they produced. And then um, the, script was, one, the script was so good. Were they? That's they cool. had, I don't know what song it's called, but it was, it was something about like, Payback's a bitch. And they asked in the audience um, if there's any exes that they... That they dislike, and <laughs> this girl Christy like called up her ex Pierre, and he picked up the phone. And the script they're singing to him, and the crowd is singing to him. I actually um, have part of the video in my phone. I don't know if you can hear it. Try it. Who cares? It. Let's go. Yeah. What okay. else am I gonna do? All we can do is experiment so, and have Joey look at us like he's bored. Yeah. Right. Well, I was, no, I'm just tired. I, I feel like I've been laying in the sun for 24 hours. All I know hours. is this is gonna be the best day of my li- I, I, life. Okay, this is the end of it. That's Joey singing. So what is happening, basically? He finishes the song. <laughs> so they called Peter on the phone. So he's giving back the phone to her. Christina! Give up for Christina, please. So it was hilarious because throughout because throughout the whole song, um, He's checking the phone to make sure that Pierre's there. So between there's breaks, he's like, Pierre, you still there? <laughs> and then the chorus comes along, and, and the crowd starts singing, and then he's singing to the guy on the phone, and he's on the line the whole time. I can't imagine his face. That's hilarious. He must have, like, shit bricks or something. That's like, pretty funny. <laughs> wondering, who the hell is singing to me? <laughs> and then you have, like, well, 5,000 people, like, calling him an asshole. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah. Pierre's yeah. like, I didn't even do anything. She cheated yeah. on me. What a bitch. Yep. <laughs> we know. Yeah. But it was entertaining. Um, yeah, that's, that's pretty funny. They did a good job. They, had, they did a great job. Yeah, so you had a really good time? Yeah, it I'm was glad fun. you're okay. Yep. All right. Yeah, uh, the, the whole drug, like, um, I'm trying to think of any other ju- drug culture bands I like, and, and the biggest cliche is Fish, obviously. Like, I went and saw Fish at Fenway one time, and there's always these, like, really skeevy dudes, and they're only there to sell drugs in the parking lot, and they always have uh, nitrous tanks and balloons. And so they have these like big dudes like looking out to make sure there's nobody there causing trouble, and they just beat the shit out of kids. And they're selling nitrous balloons. And I saw this guy walking outside Fenway when I went to see him at Fenway. And he took a hit off the nitrous balloon. He goes like this, and just falls flat on his fucking face, like on the middle of the concrete in the middle of Boston. Everybody just walks around and they don't even pay attention. Drugs crazy. are in it. They're, they're crazy, Joe. Let's see. Conscious uh, I've been to where there have been a lot of drugs. I don't know. Um, James Taylor? <laughs> no, James Taylor put me in a coma, but... I did go to James Taylor one time, and and uh, it was the only concert I ever walked to that nobody ever offered me or asked me for drugs the whole time. Well, there was... Uh, the Godsmack concert was not a big... I mean, there was probably a little bit of weed, but that's That's just going to be a bunch of drunk meatheads. Yeah, I think it's just the festivals that you have to worry, um, worry about. The Alice in Chains one was interesting. That one was pretty, that one was pretty interesting, because there's a lot of... 
when you listen to old Alice in Chains, you think of like one guy in a room completely drinking by himself <laughs> and just like ready to just blow his brain. We're gonna out. start talking so about depressing. Alice in Chains and Pearl Jam, and Nicole's gonna be like, "Who are these fucking geezers?" No, no I like I do like Alice in Chains. A lot of their stuff I don't like though because it's just way too depressing. There's other stuff though that I think is great, but um. As Joey found out when he was sitting here alone, I listen to really depressing music all the time. Well, so. yeah, I'm walking in here, and you have Bruce Springsteen, uh, Darkness, what was it, Edge of Darkness? Or Darkness on the Edge of Town, Darkness which is a great song. I didn't I mean, you might as well just put, I mean, if you really wanted me to just jump off that fucking thing, just put, <laughs> just, just put on uh, Philadelphia. Oh, Joey. You know? You need a hug. The clouds are cloudy. My voice is dying. Everybody's homeless. I've got AIDS. 41 shots. Have you ever heard that song? Du, 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 About the guy that got shot in New York 41 times by the police. The whole Who, song. No, the whole song's like, 41 shots. It's the most depressing fucking song ever. What is that one he has? Death of My Hometown? Oh, Death of My Hometown. I, I like that song. song. That's Actually, a good CD. That's man. like an angry song. Yeah. I need some anger. And he has one about the them tearing down the Meadowlands, too, because he's from Jersey, you know? Yeah. And there's, there's one on the same album. Well, he's got enough money where he'd be able to build it back up. You know, I hated Bruce Springsteen for a long time, and then I heard the album Nebraska, and I and I finally got it. Like I was picturing Courtney Cox dancing, you know, in, in the '80s. But he has so many good goddamn songs. Hey, you it, can't start a fire without a spark. You can't. And he has a lot of cheesy songs, and that's okay. But you take those out of the equation, dude's a badass. You're talking to a dude whose favorite movie is Rocky Balboa. You do love Rocky Balboa. I do. Not even the good Balboas. The the last one. The last one. You know why? Because it's the best. Because he's got ninety, he's ninety years old, and he's on. She didn't leave Polly. She died. <laughs> Polly, she didn't leave. She died. You ain't got some rights. Okay, your turn. Do it. <laughs> All right. I don't even know what. It, I haven't no, seen it either. You do no, your own person. No, so uh, she's not participating, Joe. No. So um, I want to talk before we talk a little bit more about your uh, current career and the stuff I have posted on the website. I want to give a love to uh, one of our another one of our sponsors. Um, celebrate summer solstice with sizzling deals up to 80% off the original item price. Other top deals include an additional 30% off select sale items, 30% off full price. You okay there, bro? <laughs> Sorry, guys. There you go. That's good. Nothing, nothing says solstice sunglasses like a giant okay, coughing fit. <laughs> Anyways, 30% off uh, full price Juicy Couture merchandise, two for $75, select styles of our money exchange, Tommy Hilfiger, Guess, and Juicy Couture. Now through Jan- uh, J- Jan- January 31st, now through July 31st, get a $25 gift card when you spend $150, a $50 gift card when you spend $200, or a $75 gift card when you spend $300 or more with no promo code need. Simply go to positivesarcasm.com and find the Solstice <laughs> banner in the sponsors page. Some ex- brand exclusions may apply. That's Solstice Sunglasses. Find the banner in the in the sponsors page. I started following this artist on Instagram. Do you like that? Oh yeah. I think it's pretty badass. There's so many good artists. Yeah. Joey and I, um, Mark and I were talking about artists on Instagram a couple weeks ago, and he brought up yours. So I started following you. I hope that's not creepy. Oh yeah, I was wondering. I get these <laughs> random people, and I just get excited because maybe they'll yeah. see my stuff. <laughs> yeah, Mark and I. <laughs> well, Joey was always talking about how good you are. It's so basically Mark. like I it's, don't post all my stuff on Instagram. Well, it, it, well, I didn't even it, realize until I saw that video of that concert, and I was like, oh, it's really familiar. I was like, oh yeah, she posted. That. I was like, I follow her on Instagram. Well, put it this way, Nicole. When you have like a bunch of photos of like. Okay, here is um, um, here's one of the photo I took of the sunset, and here's one I took of uh, of this uh, this little girl and her mother, and then here's all the uh, photos that I drew and things like that. Oh, and here's one of my abs. You know, hey. that's where you're gonna get. That's where that's where you're gonna get 
randoms. It's a variety. I, it's I, fitness. Hey, it's I'm all not, relatable. Listen, I am not saying My anything. My body is a piece of art. I'm not giving you advice. I'm just saying that's probably where some of your followers came from. Oh. Okay? Okay. I'm myself included. <laughs> so I'm not uh, even on. Just got really. um, um, no, it's a good it's a good um, tool though because I found out about a lot of different artists and different bands too from Instagram and different things like that. I mean, getting your name out there in anything can't be bad. So that's actually where I discovered a lot of other artists, and I'd get inspired by some other pieces. Um, like I did a a dark styled um, drawing of this little girl I saw by David Navoa Art. He did a side profile, like a cartoonish um, figure of this little boy with a gas mask. And I thought it was really interesting. So I, saw that. I wanted to create my own version and do a shout out to him. Um, so I did the girl version of it with a balloon, um, which kind of reminds me of like the Tim Burton, like his little style on things. Yeah, that's pretty the, sweet. I like that. With the curl and the... Um, is that ink, ink and pen or yep. ink and paper? Or? Yep, pen okay. and ink, yep. Is that usually what you use? Yeah, I usually start out sketching first and then I'll pen and ink it. Okay. Yep. Because Mark is, um, he's really into charcoal. Charcoal's and, good for blending. Yeah. I get it all over my hand, so I don't end up black. <laughs> Every time. Wow, racist stuff in there. No, I'm not racist. Yeah. Every time I uh, do. African American charcoal. I have charcoal. a color TV. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes when I try to do. Uh, do charcoal drawings or whatever like he like if you're doing it at your house you have to set it up like you're going to murder somebody like put down drapes and like <laughs> you know yeah everywhere. exactly yep, don't wear white no that's not good no. i basically got through my art program i was shitty at painting shitty at drawing but i got through it just because i tried hard mm -hmm. and then I, the photography made them think i belonged there but i was <laughs> yeah i don't know how i got my degree it's pretty bad I respect the stuff that you you know you guys are able to do with with drawing and stuff like that. I wish I could sit and draw and do well at it, but well, I I've been trained enough to know what's bad, and I'm trained <laughs> enough to know I'm bad, which well, is frustrating. Art is subjective. I mean, That's sometimes true. I don't understand abstract pieces or what someone's thinking. Like I can look at a piece and it's priced for three grand. It's an, it's a square in a circle. Mm -hmm. I'm like, well, I could could have done that in my sleep. <laughs> I don't get it. Or, you know what's frustrating? When life is good. It's such a big clothing line and everyone loves it. It's just a freaking stick figure. I can draw better than a stick figure. And they're making millions of dollars. But we won't go there. All right. Well, I follow her, too. She does um, woodwork. Like, she, she puts together oh, compositions with... It's kind of like a parquet floor, only she makes compositions. And she I could tell that some of them she's done are... Sorry, hang on. Probably doesn't hurt that she's pretty and she blogs and stuff. But... Puts mm -hmm. together like big compositions like that. Oh, so. well, yeah. It's pretty cool. Fancy. You can find out about a lot of different people online if you, you know. Like I have friends I graduated with that are, uh, one of my buddies, uh, Caleb Taylor in Kansas City, Missouri. Look him up. He's a full-time artist and he teaches at Kansas City Art Institute. And another kid I graduated with is a full-time graphic designer and he's doing well in Iowa where he's just, you know, making a living doing advertisements. And uh, he also got into that thing where you design it and then you wrap cars in the oh, you know yeah, what I'm saying he got really into that cool. too so um you can also uh follow uh Nicole on Instagram and you can go to graphic com for all the latest stuff she's also selling a lot of her prints uh if you want to give the uh, link for that, and then I'm going to talk about some of the other things you have listed on here. Okay, and there's also, if you guys are on Facebook, 
most of my photography or my recent photography pictures are all, are all on there. It's um, facebook.com slash graphical. And same thing with my website. It's www.graphical.com. I don't think they need a www. Well, you never know. <laughs> Some special people out there. My yes. mom wouldn't know how to do this. So. <laughs> this podcast is full of special people. Yeah. Um, so I got a few of your things up. The first mm-hmm. thing, obviously, that I have posted on there is the mural. Talk about what was up with True. that, um, how long it took you to do it, how much you got paid for it, if you want to disclose that, and what you drew that we can't see. <laughs> and uh, what you are wearing and uh, what song you were <laughs> listening to and uh... – you might like this. So it's a cute story. I was um, referred by. I had two people um, refer me on Facebook with someone that I actually knew from a Halloween party, but I obviously didn't remember their faces because we were all <laughs> in costume. Um, so I had this guy reach out to me, and he asked me if I could do a wall mural. I'm like, well, I've never done it, but I'll try anything once. So. I I didn't believe him. I don't believe people until they actually, like, um, are serious and and give me a deposit or something because a lot of people are all talk, Um, sad but true. Um, So I went there, looked at the job. I priced it out. And um, first we were going to do a 7 by 9 foot wall mural of a tree silhouette, something different and bold. Um, It was on a red... Uh, or like a burnt orange, like reddish um, wall. And so I wanted to do a really cool perspective on it. And he wanted to make it bigger. It turned out to be 11 by 13 foot tall wall mural. <laughs> and I bought a projector that was $300 that I returned, thank God, um, which <laughs> did not work. So I ended up having to freehand the whole um, mural. And I was just going with it. And it actually turned out proportional. Everything was great. And um, it was my friend's uncle, I believe. They're somehow related. And he stopped by to check it out. And I don't know how we got into this joke about throwing a hidden image in there. Because a lot of my work and my drawings have details in it. (laughs) Yes, they do. So in the tree trunk, there is a small that you have to find <laughs> so i threw that in there as a joke normally i mean i got the permission i am very professional when i work with people i walk it away and all of a sudden she's talking about dick pains what happened so, hey it's it's, yeah. it's expression it was just the berries <laughs> from the tree where so, is this uh you go, um that? so this is in a client's house in portsmouth yeah she actually um, just basically drew on I, yeah wall. i pretty wow. much just did the whole thing and um we were just I ended up just um, spending the whole weekend up there, and it's my favorite fucking town. Yeah, it was awesome. I I tried swordfish for the first time. Oh, really? Sweet, amazing. There's Um, so many good restaurants up there. Where in Portsmouth? Portsmouth is the best. Um, But I, we were talking about how we got together to do this mural, and he's like, "Yeah, you didn't see my post on Facebook." Like, no, and I went on it just to see, and they. Referred a ton of people kept referring this lady, and she does murals for uh, a, a living. I don't know if she does anything else. It doesn't look like it. So it was pretty cool. Um, the power of referral and people believing in your work. Um, that's how I've been successful as an artist so far. Was it uh, interior or exterior? Interior. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah, it's actually like a giant, like uh, amber. The wall itself is amber. It's like a different color. 
and then there's a, and there's just this giant black tree Crazy on it. Crazy like branches. Like did so you, many. Are, yeah. Did you go up there when they had that <clears> big uh, graffiti art expose around town? No. You can still see the remnants of it. There's like uh, different professional paintings on walls. And Is it the like whale that. that you're talking about? There's there's a whale yeah, there's and there's a huge like a, an old dude holding an umbrella. Oh yeah, so I did see that. Yeah, if you just roam around Portsmouth, they're everywhere. Yeah. Oh, that's <clears> isn't that cool? Yeah, that's badass. Yeah, um, but it's you know it's it's really impressive to see. Oops, shouldn't be hit that thing there. Okay. Um, it's really impressive to see the amount of work that she does. Um, all the, the range is incredible. Um, for a matter of fact, I'm using one of her images for the uh, Build a Better Man project. I'm going to be using the one of uh, Popeye that she did with the Gold's Gym tattoo on the chest. Hope I you got permission it, from the artist. I did. Uh, <laughs> I, I sort of used it and then asked later. Um, uh, I, the guy, the guy's I, I figured I'd get a pass for now. Um, better to get an apology later than yeah, than to get a denial. It is copyrighted, everyone. Just letting you know. Yeah, <laughs> Pat, <laughs> so patent pending. That was a um, but you yeah you've, exception. You've got you've uh, gotten your start off really well with photography as of late. Um, you're like I said, your drawings are just insane. Mm. You were at the raw uh, artist event, which I went down to. Um, it was great to see you there. You were doing really well. You you made some monies. Uh, and what was the last one you did? You did that angel one. Yeah, I did like an urban angel. Um, Portrait um, with cityscape in the background. Let's is that up on Instagram? Um, I think the black and white version is. Okay. Yep. Awesome. All right. We're going to take a quick break. I'll be back with another promo read. And uh, you know what? Maybe we'll give Mark a call in a little bit. Uh, news and uh, a wrap-up about my situation right after this. Hey Mark, um, do you like going? Do you like going to the post office on your lunch hour? No, I don't. Well, listen, I have a solution for that because you know going to the post office can suck and be a total time waster. Stamps.com is the easiest, most convenient way for individuals and businesses to manage all their mailing needs. You know that, right, Mark? Of course they do. Absolutely. All right. Well, listen, over four hundred thousand individuals and businesses already use Stamps.com to manage their mailing needs. Print USPS approves postage right from your PC. Stamps.com postage to send letters, packages, and even priority mail. Virtually eliminates all your trips to the post offices. Sign up for Stamps.com now and get an $80 offer that includes postage and a free digital scale. Stamps.com offers a four-week no-risk trial for all new customers. Quit wasting your lunch hour at the post office. Simply go to positivesarcasm.com and find the Stamps banner in the Sponsors page. Mark is on the line. He is currently in uh, the town of uh, Manchester. Manchester, Connecticut. Mark, uh, how you doing? I'm doing all right. Here, stay uh, hanging out at my parents' house here. We had some dinner. You know, just doing, uh, doing the family thing. Yeah. So, Did you have any Cheetos? Listen, 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 you guys in the podcast are staying over here in the driveway with a big straight grin on my face. I'm so excited to be on the, hopefully, the first call into the podcast. <gasps> uh, this is. This I is... can send you a pic on it. This is my first basket. Are you eating any pretzels or cheese, po- uh, cheese poops in our honor? No, well, we had some cheesy food a little while ago, and then, uh, you know, other than that. Hey, Mark, can you hear me? Yep. 
Okay, because when I was gone for a week, I sent you a picture of me eating cheesy poo so you guys would know I was there with you in spirit. All right, I will text you a picture of me eating cheesy poo when I get off, when I get off the line, all right? I, I can't wait. Instagram it. Yeah, yeah. Don't, right. just don't forget to Instagram it. <laughs> and uh, listen, yeah, and uh, for, yeah, Instagram it, and then uh, next week you and Shane are going to put your heads together and you're going to figure out for next week's podcast. Uh, what... Yeah, and, I, and I will, I'll be presenting the birthday game next week as well, so you guys, you guys be ready. All Mark, right, so you'll be presenting the birthday game. Yes. Mark, we just got done talking for about an hour and a half about the TV show Arrow. What? You did? <laughs> no. No, no, no. He's, he's, he's obsessed just with no. Arrow. He's yeah, like I couldn't tell. You, you, can, you can go nuts on on, on your Cape Crusaders uh, next week. All right. Well, uh, listen, I'm uh, I'm about ready to pass out here, but, uh, man, right. get back here soon, okay? I need you. All right. Thanks for calling. Thanks for calling me, and uh, have, a good, uh, have a good rest of the podcast. All right, bitch. I'll talk to you. See you, Mark. All right, later. Bye, Bye guys. Bye. Bye. <laughs> you just made his day. I hope you know. Uh, yeah, yeah. Well, that was Mark. Uh, checking in from Yeah, just checking, in, checking in. That was our um, only had, first and last caller. He had McDonald's. Yeah, so there you McDonald's, go. So that's that's good. It's good. Uh, that's about as good as my recap of my trip to Missouri. Uh, I got drunk <laughs> and uh, went to a dance recital for my niece. All right. So, um... All right, let's uh, finish up with some news, and then we're going to get to, uh, well, my situation that I've been uh, – I don't want to finish, Joseph. Well, if you have the uh, if you have some notes and anecdotes that you'd like to share, we can go ahead with those. Um, well, oh, yeah, hang on. Tonight. Tonight, Joseph. What's tonight? Okay, so uh, Red River Theater in Concord, New Hampshire. Apparently, you're able – Joey's looking at me like he's so pissed <laughs> off. Um, apparently, you're able to rent that out for private screenings. And uh, a buddy of mine invited me to go because his friends are doing a, an event where they're going to start showing like midnight movies on Friday nights. And uh, I, I agreed to it a few months ago, and I was pretty excited about going, you know, meet some new people. And it seems like there's going to be a lot of people going. And uh, so I watched the, the uh, YouTube trailer of the movie they're showing. And the movie is called – let me look. Hang on. It's called The Holy Mountain, and it's a 1973 film by Alejandro – Jodorowsky, apparently, because I'm Midwestern and I can't pronounce things. It's a big deal. Yeah, (laughs) and this movie looks batshit crazy. Oh. There's, like, naked women in a circle dancing and a bloody eyeball, and then there's a guy on a unicorn. Sounds like the Quentin Tarantino movies. There you go. Like, I have no (laughs) idea what this is going to be about. But it does have 81% on Rotten Tomatoes, so it might not be as batshit as I think it is. And what's the name of the movie again? Uh, The Holy Mountain. It really, really looks crazy. So if you guys want to look that up on YouTube, the trailer, I'll tell you uh, all about my experience. And I'm sure it's going to be an interesting few hours. Supposedly it's like 12 to 3 a.m. tonight. And so I'm going to take a nap before I go because I'm old. And uh, we'll see what happens. All right. Um, I do want to get to the uh, the entertainment news uh, before we finish up. Uh, we this is an update to a story I did a few weeks ago about uh, Lavar Burton. If you know Lavar Burton, he was uh, well, he was a black guy from Reading Rainbow. Also, Roots Akuta Kinde. Yeah, and he was uh, Geordie in Star Trek: The Next Generation. Well, there you go. Well, he did a Kickstarter campaign for uh, getting Re- Reading Rainbow uh, up and running again, and he got all of his pledges in. However, uh, this is an update from uh, Lisa Respers, uh, Lisa Respers France of CNN. Uh, Seth MacFarlane, 
pledges up to $1 million for Reading Rainbow. Wow, that's awesome. Um, he just yeah, just got a big boost. Actor and Family Guy creator Seth MacFarlane has pledged to match donations to the effort Burton announced on his Kickstarter page. Uh, in a video posted there, Burton calls it a stupendous offer. Over the next five, next five remaining days of the campaign, Seth has agreed to match dollar for dollar every pledge made up to $1 million. Burton says in the little video, going to give us the ability to give the Reading Rainbow product away to many more classrooms in need. This is huge. Um, as of Friday, $4 million plus has been pledged. Wow. So, uh, like I said, it exceeded its goal on the first day, and uh, Seth MacFarlane really, really gave it a kick in the ass. So that's pretty cool. Joey, that reminds me a little bit. Um, so... Uh, speaking of pledges and getting things funded, uh, kind of like Veronica Mars got their TV sh- their movie together. Yep. Um, Zach Braff. Um, at one point in my life, I was obsessed with the movie Garden State. Uh, Gar- uh, Zach Braff from Scrubs. Yeah. Um, and it's still one of my favorite soundtracks of all time because it's amazing. He won a Grammy for it, but he knows nothing about music. It's basically just like a mixtape, which is a great mixtape. Um, but what he's doing, he got that movie funded, and it's called Wish I Was Here. And it's uh, coming out pretty soon, but it's also the 10th anniversary of Garden State. Yeah. And so he's releasing uh, limited edition vinyl copies of the new soundtrack and the soundtrack to Garden State. Mm-hmm. And so he's doing pre-orders on that also. But it's interesting how people are able to do Kickstarter campaigns and fund their art now. Um, like even smaller people like a guy named Sean Rowe, who's a songwriter I'm, I'm really into, um, I don't know where he's located out of. He's really into, like, foresting, like, going out in the forest and, like, harvesting things to, like, eat and shit like that. But um, I was on his Kickstarter today, and he funded his whole new album off of it. And, you know, like, artists are able to offer, like, you know, come out to the forest and help me pick berries or an autographed copy of the CD or things like that. It's a good opportunity for art to be made. Um pretty cool reminds me of that only one noah guy um on youtube he did an acoustic version of sexy and i know it (laughs) and i really didn't think that anyone could pull it off but he definitely did and you see the guy perform and his voice it doesn't match up with the face but he i think he raised enough money to create his own first album i mean i haven't talked about it in a while but It kind of goes back to what we were talking about last week with the whole net neutrality thing, um, where it gives people a voice to be able to get their word out. Yeah, that could seriously affect things like uh, Kickstarter campaigns and fundanything.com. And the the Onion did an awesome, I saw it today, the Onion had an awesome article called um, Net Neutrality Has Split the Nation into One Category. (laughs) Like, (laughs) you know, it's always like this side against this side, but they were spoofing how nobody's for net neutrality like it makes no sense whatsoever i did enjoy uh john oliver's take on yeah that it. It was, was awesome and uh, by the way joey and i watched the whole john i like that in black and white joey and i watched the whole john oliver the other day too calling out dr oz for calling things mag- yeah magic let me say something about the and... dr oz thing i'm in the middle of one of the most di- dietary uh ridiculous things ever um his magic pills whatever he's talking about john he Dr. Oz, on many occasions, has said that you know somebody, some drug company will endorse him, saying this one little pill, such as things like green coffee. Uh, green coffee bean you'll generally find in a lot of uh, weight loss supplements, such as like maybe HydroxyCut or generally stuff you could find at GNC or Vitamin Shops or whatever. Um, without proper nutrition and diet and exercise, that shit doesn't work at all. Matter of fact, you don't even need to be taking it. It's it's complete garbage. It doesn't work. If you want to if you want to do it right, there's there are right supplements 
and eating is necessary. If you want to lose weight, you have to eat. So uh, as far as John Oliver, good for him for blowing up Dr. Oz because Dr. Oz is he's a, he's a clown. But um, I do want to get to a couple things. I did tweet out one of my I think uh, one of the, our, our first few podcasts. Mark and I were talking about uh, reboots and spinoffs and things like that as far as like the top action movies of all time. One of them, no doubt, is Predator because Predator is like the most testosterone-filled movie of all time. And apparently there was a rumor that it was, uh, there was going to be a reboot. You heard my rant on the whole Superman-Batman thing. I'm not a fan of that of reboots right now. Uh, but this apparently, according to Shane Black, who is the director of Iron Man 3, this is courtesy of uh, Eric Eisenberg of CinemaBlend.com, by the way. <laughs> Shane Black says the new Predator movie will not be a reboot. Uh, when word came down yesterday that Iron Man 3's Shane Black was being put in the char charge of the future of the Predator franchise, one word that kept being thrown around was, quote, reboot, included in just about every trade report. The word suggestion that the uh, franchise would be starting over from scratch, which would be a terrible idea because the first one was the best one. Uh, this, however, turns out to be not the case as the filmmaker evidently has something completely different in mind. In an interview with Collider, Black has confirmed that the project he is currently working on is not a, is not a Predator reboot, but instead being worked out to perfectly fit in with the rest of the mythology. Uh, so that's pretty cool. I'm actually looking forward to that idea. So I know there was the original mythology is Predator, Predator Two, which wasn't that great, and then there was uh, there was the movie Predators, which is actually part of the is actually in that whole universe, but it takes place on a different planet. The whole alien versus predator thing is a complete waste of time. That's just, uh, yeah, that's I'm not wasting my time with that shit. But uh, hopefully that does. I am curious to see to continue on with that, and hopefully uh, this continuation of the predator series doesn't end up like uh, Prometheus did. Joe, so speaking of predator and things like that, are you? Did you enjoy the movie Aliens? You mean the James Cameron directed Aliens? I'm gonna say the original because I have no idea. Okay, well there was uh, Ridley Scott who directed Prometheus. Uh, also uh, directed Alien, the original. With yeah, Sigourney the original Weaver, one Alien. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, I liked the original Alien. Mm -hmm. However, I felt as it has begun to age. Um, it was made in the late 1970s. It was pretty good, but the musical score was not as eerie. So it was a good movie, but here's the thing. Ridley Scott made a, mo a good movie. James Cameron made a far better one. Aliens is the best movie of that entire franchise. Is that part two? That is part two. That well, one is just far more. I mean, literally, it just takes the original idea and just adds way more aliens. <laughs> <laughs> well, the only reason I was bringing it up is uh, Prescott Park in Portsmouth, um, Portsmouth, New Hampshire. Apparently, when I first started, we weren't supposed to give out our location, but I right failed on that, plus our names. Um, anyway, uh, Portscott, New Prescott Park in Portsmouth, New Hampshire has a great concert series in the summer and also a movie series where they uh, have an inflatable big screen and they're uh, showing Aliens 1 and 2 on the big screen as a double. It's right down there in the park by the river. The uh, yep. Yeah, it's, it's pretty badass. The, the saw, original Alien trilogy is great. I went it and is. saw the Muppet movie there a couple years ago. and uh, Wait, the old one or the new one? No, the new one. I, oh. God damn. The great Go Muppet. Let me get in my head. Um, yeah. And then also, um, I went and saw the band, uh, the, the Last Waltz, also there, a music documentary from the 70s. Cool. But uh, yeah, anyway, if you want to go see a double hitter of the, of the Alien movies, check it out. Cool. Uh, I'm going to skip the uh, James Bond news, and I'm going to get to one. Uh, listen, 
A lot of things can go wrong in life, but one thing's for certain. I can't lose Rob Lowe. That's for certain. Uh, thankfully, him and his family, this is courtesy of uh, Peter Micklebank of uh, People.com. Rob Lowe and family were rescued from raging floods in France. What? <laughs> yeah. How will we have our parks and recreation? I know. Oh, he's off of it. No we way. can't lose Rob Lowe. No, we can't. We can't. I'm not sure I can handle it. His idyllic, uh, Rob Lowe's idyllic uh, European holiday took a frightening turn Wednesday when the actor and his family had to be rescued at dawn from raging floodwaters that engulfed their vacation house in uh, France. I'm not going to pronounce the name of the town because uh, I'm not that cultured. Just try. Do it, Joe. Grass. Grass. I believe it was les incompetents. <laughs> you know how many times I've done that joke on this podcast? You know what the French call <laughs> les incompetents. <laughs> the Parks and Recreation stars, who's 50... Um, God, so, Rob Lowe's fifty. That motherfucker is better looking than like he, him, and John. That's the women on Earth. Him and John Stamos dudes. are like the alpha males. Yeah, they're ridiculous. Um, and I bet team, when Joe, hang on. I'm sorry, we're talking about dudes. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, I bet when uh, like um, what's his butt, the blonde dude, <laughs> Hey Girl. <laughs> you know the whole online guy, Hey Girl. Um, the Notebook. Oh, right. Yeah, he's gonna be one of those dudes. who's gonna be like sixty, and he's still gonna be better looking than like twenty year olds. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I'm going to be 60 and be like, hey, ladies, how's it going? He's going to be like, sup, girl. It's going to be ridiculous. He, he actually Life does. ain't fair, Joe. Yeah, I know. He's a beautiful man, though. He, he was on uh, <laughs> he was on the Mickey Mouse Club with X-Tina and Brittany. Anyways, the Parks and, Justin. <laughs> the Parks and Recreation star, who's 50, and his uh, teenage son, Johnny, uh, Johnny Lowe, both posted a dramatic images That's online showing the, Johnny Lowe. showing the home's first floor being swept through by mudded water, muddied waters from the torrential overnight storms. Quote, this is right outside the house. It was twice as high at the worst, just before sunrise. Low wrote on Instagram. Oh, so he still has uh, cell phone service, which is Yeah, good. of course. Yeah. I uh, posted the video on Instagram showing the floodwaters pouring through. Uh, quote, that's the first floor of the house be, uh, submerged, scariest hour or so of my life, he wrote. Johnny later posted a photo uh, on the, of the scene on Twitter, writing, thank you to the firemen that saved us from uh, this nightmare. Happy uh, for all of us to be safe, thoughts, and others. Um, local officials told people that uh, low-lying areas were under as much as five feet of water. Uh, quote, this is the biggest storm of the year, one of rescue officials said. Water rising like that can be terrifying. There's only one rescue uh, station in this town, and this storm requires assistance from several other regional units. We were called out a lot, uh, calling on a lot of emergency rescues yesterday. But, uh, yeah, so Rob Lowe lo lost his uh, vacation home, but him and his family are okay. So uh, that's, that's I guarantee all that... that's not his only one vacation home. Yeah, well, he'll get another one, and I'm sure he'll get some insurance out of it. So that's pretty much that. Um, we'll take a quick break, and we'll close up with uh, my final thoughts on what I'm doing right now. Closing up shop here at the uh, at the uh, the dojo, whatever the hell you want to call it. Uh, once again, folks, Jay, thank... it's called an apartment. Yeah, sure, call it that. Uh, but once again, folks, thank you so much for listening and subscribing. And uh, most important thing is, you can tell a friend. Um, like I said last last week, as I dropped that bombshell, uh, that I would be um, competing. Um, I'm going to give you all the dates and some of the initial information. But like I said, I started a 
It's going to be a, a weekly couple minutes uh, YouTube video that you can see at positivesarcasm.com um, slash building a, uh, build a better man. And you can also find that on YouTube as well. But that will be posted uh, a weekly just, you know, kind of a, a summary of what, I've, of what I've been up to as far as my training and diet and all that stuff. And then uh, the weekly article. Um, however, there's going to be a few weeks. I mean, there's one in September. One of them is in September and the other one is no, in November. These are the first two of many to come. I have decided that this is not going to be a one or two time thing. I have decided that if this is possible and my body can maintain it, I will be doing one every month, if not every two months. Um, we'll see if this is something that is actually possible and if my um, uh, if my trainers recommend it. I now officially have two. I knew officially have two trainers. One who is uh, he's my startup guy. He, I have him for five straight weeks, and then I'll be turning all my uh, all my initial training over to uh, Jimmy, who's doing his last. Uh, today. He's competing. Yeah, he's, he's, today. he's competing. Uh, Jimmy Lafontaine is competing in the Europa uh, this weekend in Connecticut. That's actually where Mark is. I didn't want to tell you guys, but he's competing. Yeah, Mark is competing in the uh, hairy bearded skinny guy competition. Yeah. The, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, he's um, him. I have my posing instructor. I have everybody locked up, ready to go. So, uh, as far as my diet goes, I'm up at 5 a.m. every morning now. I'm I'm dropping at least cool. 10 different pills. Crushing these things called aminos, which basically slow oh, down. They totally help you in the morning. They do. Um, it's basically do. stuff that. Um, oh yes. I'm done. Yeah. <laughs> it's basically stuff that you take uh, that allows your body to maintain its muscle mass while allowing the protein that you do put in to be uh, to be absorbed faster. And then you're doing your you're on the cardio machine, uh, doing either rows or jump rope, or you're doing stairs, which I do. And you're doing those for about a half hour or whatever your whatever your trainer tells you, and after that you you slam a protein shake. Two hours later, 8 a.m., you're hitting another protein shake, or you hit your um your already pre-set up meal that you're supposed to have. Could be yogurt with oatmeal or whatever. You got to have that. Then 10:30 a.m., you go maybe go for a walk. You have another meal. Then at 12.30, go for another walk. You have another meal, generally consisting of like chicken or ground beef, certain ground beefs, like 97% no flavor uh, with like, you know. Can you put salt on that shit at least? No, you you can. You, you can. can. You're not going to want sodium um, near the end of your, yeah, your when show. Yeah. Because there's really at the, no point. There's so much sodium in everything if you really look at the labels. Because at the end, first of all, a lot of, yeah, you're in the, in the beginning you may have sodium, but I'll get to that in a second. Because before, I'll skip the extra every two hour part. Because before, uh, I have to go to the actual gym and do lifting. I have to take a, a pump, like an igniter, basically something that gives my my heart rate to really get going, so I can lift better, or lift harder. Um, and then right before bed, I gotta take I gotta take another shake or uh, like a couple eggs or something. Casein, which is the casein best thing protein, at night. which your body absorbs slower, stays in your body for a while. And you have to have good fiber, otherwise this stuff's staying in you, and you're screwed at that point. And you just you'll lose your appetite. Towards the end of the competition, you're going to be drinking a lot of water, basically depleting your body of most of its carbs and most of the sodium in it. So you're going to be flat and However, grumpy. Yeah, and gr grumpy, yeah, probably. I can't wait. Yeah, very. <laughs> um, but then the night before, you're also going to be eating a a prep meal, maybe like a burger with fries or something. And with that, and then all those carbs and all that salt and everything that's in that pre-set up meal, uh, basically inflates your muscles. Your muscles just pull at it, even though it doesn't have any water in the system. It just rips these. It's like a, it's like a pack of hyenas, 
uh, on like a cheeseburger. They just go after it and your muscles just woof, inflate because of it. Um, but that's going to be, that's a long road from now. Um, that's, that's, that's a ways out. September 27th is the uh, OCB, all natural. You go to naturalmusclenetwork.com and you can look up the dates. And you know, then from there, you can find the tickets to that. There's pre-judging tickets and there'll be finals tickets. Uh, but that's September 27th in Scarborough, Maine, the OCB tournament, okay? Then, Are you going to the weightlifting competition at Scarborough? Yeah. Maine? So then I literally, once I'm done with that, um, I get to take. I take about two weeks. Um, this is the original plan: is I'm going to take two weeks off from the uh, break, from basically depleting myself and building back up, probably getting some muscle in my system. You know, getting uh, trying to build up a little bit more, and then I'm dropping right right back down again and going right back into the competition. This time in a much tougher and a much bigger stage, which is the NPC New England Qualifier. Uh, in Boston, Massachusetts, at the John Hancock Theater. You want to tell them the difference with NPC and NPC? Well, in NPC, you can you can use performance-enhancing drugs in some cases. In the natural muscle... It's o- allowed to use performance-enhancing drugs? So if yeah. somebody wants to take steroids, they can take steroids. So it's against the law, but it's allowed... Well, there are some things that are allowable, like like human growth, like maybe human growth hormone, testosterone boosters, things like that. You can um, always tell it's the ones that have faces with acne like mine. Acne and body. back uh, back <laughs> acne, um, anger, anger issues, not the normal ones. But uh, that one, I'm first of all, I'm not. I'm probably not going to be using either for well for either in general. But for the OCB, you can't use any. Matter of fact, you have to take a urine test beforehand. Um, but for either way, I'll be just going with the same. I don't think it'll help me either way. But that's yes, that's that big one is November first at the John Hancock Theater in Boston, Massachusetts. Uh, pre-judging tickets are usually about twenty something dollars, and finals tickets are around forty dollars. Pack a lunch. Yeah, pack a lunch. I'm gonna have to pack like six, um, and then I'll be on stage, and then it's gonna it's gonna be all balls from there. I have no idea. I mean, for, as far as I've, I've viewed them twice, but competing is gonna be a whole different animal. Uh, but let, listen, you're gonna be able to see everything that I go through as far as my thoughts and feelings and emotions through it. Um, and you'll be able to view that at positivesarcasm.com. Um, my written article, which will be rather short, shorter than my u- normal articles, and then my uh, YouTube video, which will just be a few minutes long. So you can at least get an idea of what y- if you ever think about doing this, what to expect yourself when you try to go through this diet. Because it's one thing to just compete and go up there and look halfway decent. It's another thing to want to be to have the right proportions to the way the judges look at you. And decide that you should be placed um, at, at the top of the at the top of the competition line and possibly win. Um, and I thought that maybe six months out was not enough. My my uh, trainers said completely otherwise. They said we'll get you ready. There's plenty of time. Um, and these are guys that have competed, and these are guys who have won. So I'm really look I'm really looking forward to it. And uh, if this is going to be what I'm going to be doing going forward, then uh, so be it. Because, uh, I don't know. That's just the situation and the, the place I am in life right now. Are you uh, training for anything in particular, Nicole? Or are you just doing it to, you know, just to do? Or are you in a competition also? Um, I am training for the same show in September. Mm. Um, I started training a while ago. And um, work kind of just exploded for me, which is my main focus no matter what. So I'm trying to find that balance because you really have to have, I mean, it's 
your whole life it's you you sleep you eat you wake up you train like everything is it's like a life on top of your normal life and it's really difficult to to maintain and it's a lot of work say goodbye to your social life um (laughs) and but you know i've heard the hard work pays off i am just trying to fight my uh, addiction to peanut butter right now (laughs) and and really i i started doing the fasted cardio which the supplements definitely help um but i've heard from every competitor that it's one of the best experiences so that's what i'm well it's cool that you're going to be at the same competition it'll be fun to be able to see both of you guys yeah um I mean, I mean, my original goal has, ch- I mean, has changed, but it's gonna be still. I'm gonna go up there, and I wanna, I wanna light. Take some ass. I still wanna light the stage on fire, and uh, when I, I'm going in with my, Fuck I'm that Alicia Keys song. Yeah, I'm gonna go. <laughs> the up, is on fire. I'm gonna go in there uh, with my hoodie on. My I already head. pointed out last week that watching TV with Joey at night when he walks around with his shirt off makes him feel like a fat ass. And I'm not so even that big. I'm not. I can, dude. I can only imagine what this competition is gonna be. I'm just gonna be sitting there like. I'll be. I'll, I'm gonna bring a corn dog from home just so I can feel even fatter. Like, fucking corn dog. No, I right now. I, I, I don't feel. Long. I don't feel big at all. I feel small. I'm tired. I'm achy. Uh, it's good that you guys are both working so hard at it, though. It's 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 good to have something you're working towards. Yeah. And at least you have a feeling of a goal in mind, which is really all you can do. My goal is to win. That's it. I want to show these. I want to show everybody that. You know, win or lose, what I'm made of. Um, so that's why the whole point of it. That's why the whole project is called "Build a Better Man." I want to understand. I want to understand what it takes, as far as discipline, the cost of doing all of this, the the discipline of taking all the supplements, the discipline of working so hard in the gym, what it takes to win one of these competitions, or uh, at least cl- uh, place high. So that you have the motivation to go and do another one. There is so much to it. And anybody has a chance as long as you do the preparation right. It doesn't – genetics will not always win. All right? And you can be ready within one year and anybody can do it. And a lot of, guy, a lot of guys, a lot of girls do do it. All right? It's not, a, it's, it's not all uh, – it's, it's not – originally the idea was it was uh, Abercrombie punks and strippers. It's not. It isn't. It's not even close. Um, it, you, if you, and if you half-ass it, you go up there, you will not belong. You will stick out a lot worse. So that is where I am right now with this whole thing. Um, but this is only week one. I got. I, I, I got. Christ. Has it only been a week? It's been one. Usually week. start sixteen weeks out, which is the general time frame for people. Um, some people. Have to start earlier, um, depending on the body fat percentage that they're trying to get down to, um, and if they know their way around the gym and know the general, you know, training, um, then 16 weeks is plenty. So, hmm. um, I want you all to at least see by example how much effort I put into this website. This podcast, the articles, the web series, and now this competition. I want to be surrounded by everybody who has the determination to win. Um, there's no, you know, at some point we in our lives we all looked at ourselves like losers. 
that's not the case. There's there's no case like that anymore here. The I I've spent months now uh, creating a site so that every everything is fast, easy to use, you know, you know, user friendly, every all that other stuff. Now I have to push myself to the limit, and uh, I'm going in there head down, I'm totally focused. I'll have the I'll, I'll have the earbuds in. I won't hear a goddamn thing. I won't see a goddamn thing. And the and the only time I'm gonna look up is when I'm staring at 1,500 people, people I've never met. But never break eye contact with me. No, Joey. Um, are you gonna be one of the judges? <laughs> sure, let's do it. Uh, anyways, folks, unless you guys have any final thoughts, I'm good. Right. No, I'm good. Uh, guys, thank you so much. Mark will be back next week. Um, we'll have to have Nicole back again. Sometime. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Nicole, you are more than welcome whenever you have a chance. Thank okay, you. love. Uh, like to, next week, we'll also have the uh, the celebrity birthday game, uh, which is actually turned into something a lot of fun. Joey's going down. <laughs> yeah, uh, probably. Um. Anyways, thank you, thank you all for listening. Uh, I'll talk to you all guys soon. Uh, this has been a positive sarcasm presentation.